Welcome to the General Idea Podcast. My name is Justin Gaynor. I'm the CEO of General Media Consulting Company, where we build strong, fruitful businesses. If you are an entrepreneur or a small business owner and you would like help with your business, give us a call today at 1-800-484-9825. I'm also your host for today's podcast, which is brought to you by Arborist Action, professional tree services at reasonable prices. Unhealthy trees are an eyesore and pose a danger to people, pets, and property. Arborist Action tree services include pruning, trimming, tree removal, stump grinding, crane services, storm prep, emergency services, and a wide range of other professional tree services that are offered at a reasonable price. And it's easy to do business with Arborist Action. Simply schedule a free estimate. They will give you reasonable pricing and great service, and you will have beautiful, healthier trees. Give them a call today at 386-259-8182. We are also in partnership with Unity House Sober Living, a sober living community helping put lives back together. Substance abuse negatively affects individuals, families, and communities. Unity House Sober Living helps restore lives. It is a women's sober living house based in Orange City, Florida, with a support system that works. So if you or anyone you know could benefit from their services, give them a call today at 386-220-2917, or you can visit them online at unityhousesl.com. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about what it looks like to build a company that's designed to thrive. So it's going to be built to survive, and it's also going to be designed to thrive. So the idea is that when we're building a business, we want to build a strong, fruitful business. At General Media Consulting, uh, we founded our company because we saw a statistic that really disheartened us uh, in that over half the businesses or about half the businesses that are launched in the United States of America are out of business within five years. Harvard actually did a review that said, uh, or a, uh, some research, that the results showed that if an entrepreneur or small business owner actually takes the ideas that they have in their head and in their heart and commits them to paper and actually writes a formal business plan, they are 27% more likely to have a long-term viable business than if they simply had kind of gone forward with what was in their head and not actually committed it to writing. So that's kind of the the first step in the process of building a, a company or an organization that is basically built to survive, but yet designed to thrive and be truly fruitful. When we sit down to actually write a business plan, there are a couple different very important and vital things that we want to look at. Um, First of all, we want to know every aspect about the business itself that we can possibly get our hands on, and particularly what that looks like within the context of the specific demographic that we intend to serve. So where is our business going to be located? What kind of Uh, competition is in the area, what are the cost of goods uh, going to be that we plan on selling with regard to products and services, Uh, what's it going to cost for us to hire people uh, who are skilled at doing what we are looking to do. Um, We basically want to get all of the truth, all of the facts resulting uh, in a, uh, a, a really good picture of what it's going to look like, what the reality is in the world of this business within this specific market that we're looking to serve. From that point in time, in if we've kind of identified that, then we want to look at, you know, 
why do I even want to go into the into this business? What do I think that uh, that I have that's going to be able to add value uh, to this particular uh, industry? So I'm going to bring a product or service to market. It may be an innovative product or service that's going to change the landscape. It may be something that doesn't exist at all. But in most cases, new businesses are some sort of product or service that solves an existing problem. And so then the question becomes, how are you going to solve that problem in a way that makes it where the consumer and the market is going to want to buy your product or service over against any other competitors. So these are the assertions that you're going to set forth. So you've told me all the truth about this particular industry and this world that you're looking to step into with, the, with regard to bringing um, a new product or service to market. But now you're going to tell me what kind of assertions are you setting forth? Why is it that if I was, for instance, an investor, why would I want to put my money behind your business? Because if someone else isn't willing to put their money behind your business, you should ask yourself, well, why am I willing to put money behind my business? Is it just something that, because it's something I want to do, whether it's actually a viable business or not? We have to wrestle with those questions. So we have to look at the types of assertions that we're actually making. From there, we really want to wrestle with uh, contingency plans. You know, what happens if, if you didn't actually understand the demographic as well as you thought you did. Maybe your research wasn't quite as accurate as it could have been, and maybe your assertions were maybe a little bit heady or maybe a little bit, um, maybe kind of beyond what reality was. And so we need to think through, when we stop back and soberly think through, if things don't work out the way that I expect them to, what are the contingency plan? Does the, does the business just go out of business or do I have to switch gears and offer different products and so on and so forth? So we need to find out what our contingency plans are. If our, if our understanding of the market uh, doesn't pan out the way that we think it will and if our assertions don't pan out the way that we expect them to, we need to know what our, what our alternatives are in order to be able to hopefully uh, redirect the company in such a way to have a long-term viable and fruitful business. And from there, we need to really look at kind of what types of, uh, what types of people that we hope to have involved uh, with the organization, what types of skill sets are needed, or what, what types of skill sets do we actually have available to us uh, to be able to make this uh, a viable business because human capital, uh, human resources are absolutely vital. I mean, you can have the best business plan in the world, but if you have people who are not able to execute on that plan well because they lack the insight or the skill or the education or the experience or the zeal to do it, then you're going to end up with a business that fails. Um, the next thing you really want to look at in order to build a business that is, that is going to survive and a business that is designed to thrive is you want to look at the money. Uh, you want to know what your overhead is going to be. What kind of money is it going to cost to operate this business from month to month and what type of capital or monies do you have available to you uh, to be able to do that? What types of income are you expecting within the first month, within the first six months, within the first uh, year, within the first five years? 
Those are the types of things you want to look at. And, and where are you obtaining this money? Is this, is this cash that you have on hand? Or is this in the form of some sort of financing? And if it's in the form of some, for, some kind of financing, uh, what kind of interest rates are involved? So all of these things, when you wrestle with these five aspects of the business ahead of time, then you are able to set forth a solid foundation having wrestled through all of the potential problems that came to mind, uh, it's always good to gather with a group of people so in case you might have some blind spots because we can often be so passionate about our desire to go into business that we, we, we do have blind spots. We're kind of full steam ahead and we don't think through or ask some of the hard questions. And that's why it's good to have people, uh, friends, family uh, to share these ideas with and to bounce them off of because your friends and family, they want to see you succeed. And because they want you to see you succeed, they are going to ask you some difficult questions. Now, the main thing is not to see this as criticism because sometimes when we have, when we have zeal for starting a new business, we want to do what we want to do. And when someone kind of asks a question that makes us question ourselves and our ability to accomplish this, we can be offended by that. But it's much better to listen to the question, if it's criticism, to listen to the criticism and find out, you know, is there any truth to what they're saying? And if that question, if, if what they're asking actually happened, how would we respond to that and what would it look like for the business? It's so incredibly vital that as we go into the process of building a strong, fruitful business, that we go at it with a, a, a zeal, a fervor, but also a level of humility that allows us to hear those other voices and to test those things that are, that are put to the question uh, when we actually are looking at designing the business uh, before we actually step forward into putting uh, money and resources on the line uh, behind something that maybe isn't as well thought out as we would have liked it to have been. And so, you know, it has been said that anything worth doing well or anything worth doing is worth doing well. And, and planning your business, if you're going to get an almost 30% higher probability of success, then it is worth going through a planning process and committing these things to paper so that you have a living document uh, that you can utilize and utilize in such a way that you're bringing the entire team, everybody that's going to be involved uh, with your business and getting everybody on the same page, uh, you will experience increased blessing uh, for going through that, that process. And so, uh, so just a strong encouragement to push through uh, the temptation uh, to avoid a uh, planning process and to avoid these types of difficult questions, but rather to see them as, a, uh, as an investment in uh, building a strong and fruitful business. Uh, when building a business, there are some fundamentals. And when you apply these fundamentals appropriately, you can increase its probability of long-term success and its fruitfulness. So again, what we want is we want to build a company that will survive the marketplace and that will thrive and produce uh, the types of fruit that we're looking for uh, from the business. Uh, a business that lacks overall integrity will eventually fall under the weight of its own misdeeds. And so, again, if you are coming to market, one of the foundational things about starting a business is what problem do you solve and are you bringing something to market that is actually bringing and adding value 
to the lives of your community, to the lives of the people within your community, the families within your community. Because if you're bringing a product or a service that adds value to the lives of the people within your community, and you bring that product or service with the right heart to serve your community, then you will be successful in business. You know, it's like Johnny Cash says, you can run on for a long time, but sooner or later, God's going to cut you down. So if you're going into a community just thinking that you're going to take as much as you possibly can with regard to uh, reaping profits in your business, uh, regardless of the quality of your product or service, um, then eventually, uh, because businesses are so integrated into the fabric of community, specifically small businesses are so integrated in the fabric of community life, that you're not going to be able to succeed over the long term if the, bill, if the business is not built on a foundation of integrity, of quality products and services, and that the business is built, led, and managed uh, in a way that is wise and in a way that is, um, that is actually essentially rooted and grounded in love and integrity uh, for the upbuilding of the overall community. So you want to look for a business that changes the community for the better, that adds a value that was not previously there, and certainly a business that solves problems for people. So what are some of the areas that you know in your existing business, if you're already a business owner, that could use attention? Um, this is a matter of going through the strategic management or the strategic planning process. Um, if you haven't gone through the initial business planning process that I kind of just touched on briefly here, um, then you will want to do that, but you'll also want to understand the strategic planning and the strategic management process, which will allow you to, um, to take the mission and vision statements uh, that you articulate for the company and to really evaluate your strengths, your weaknesses uh, in light of that plan or in light of that mission and that vision and also to consider what kind of opportunities are in the marketplace, what kind of uh, competitive threats and, and pricing threats and those things are you going to have to continue with, contend with. And then look at the available strategies uh, that you have uh, regarding your business and with your group of advisors or coworkers, you know, choose those strategies that you believe as a, as a group have the highest probability of success. Now, that whole process is fairly simple. Um, where the rubber meets the road is actually executing on that plan and doing so well. Um, and so as you are basically putting this strategy to work within your community, as you're bringing uh, this product and service uh, to the community, you want to have ways to evaluate um, your, how things are working out, making sure that the foundation that you have in place is, uh, is solid and making sure that as you build the business that you're building with good materials, uh, things that are going to empower the business to survive. You know, with COVID-19, I've talked to many, many business owners who simply did not have the capital available to them to survive it. And many businesses went out of business or went into debt to the government um, in order to stay afloat because their overhead and what they had with regard to cash flow and cash reserves simply could not sustain the business through a period of two or three months of being shut down. They simply just didn't have the capital uh, to be able to, uh, to survive that. 
And so the encouragement uh, is to consider uh, these very vital questions, particularly your cash flow and and your cash availability, um, in order to be a viable business when things go uh, in a direction that you don't expect or that you aren't prepared for. You know, we can prepare for the unexpected, and a lot of that has to do uh, with making sure that we have the capital reserves uh, necessary to endure certain uh, outages or problems that could arise that, uh, that would cost money or uh, cause us to need to, uh, to close the business for any period of time and those sorts of things, things that may be completely out of your control. And so we need to have those contingencies and think through those things ahead of time so that we can build a strong, fruitful business. Uh, things that can be done, uh, you know, again, if you're already in business, how can things within your business be done more effectively, more efficiently, um, with more care from your employees or your customers? And if you've, if you, basically, if you, you may be, you may have struggled to get where you are, but the reality is going through those difficult times, they will cause you to think things through better going forward. But the more time and effort and resources you put into thinking those things through with, a, you know, with certain limitations ahead of time, then you can avoid those things and be prepared for those things and, you know, without having to get snared in those. Uh, I used to have a friend of mine, he was a, a counselor of mine, Dr. John Abuso, based out of West Palm Beach, an old friend and counselor. He was an old school Church of God elder and just he once told me basically just do the next right thing. Well, the next right thing to do before you launch a business is to plan that business, to wrestle with the difficult questions before you step into actually uh, committing your resources and other people's resources uh, and bringing a product or service to the community uh, that may do more harm than good. And so, uh, so that is the question, you know, what is the next right thing for your business or your business idea and the people or businesses that your, uh, that your concept or that your uh, business actually serves. So this is, again, Justin Gaynor with Gentleman's Purpose uh, e-magazine and General Media Consulting. I'm pleased to have you with us here on the podcast today. I hope this was helpful for you. And of course, if you need any assistance uh, in going through these uh, various processes that I talked about today, uh, you are more than welcome to give me a call at 1-800-484-9825, and we can schedule an initial consultation uh, to help you with your business or your business idea. Uh, again, thank you for joining us today, and we'll talk to you next time.